0: hey 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 guys welcome back to yet another episode of it's techie podcast you're joined by me your baby girl your host and a very special guest i know i say this pretty much every episode <laughs> but this guest <laughs> is special you know as in up. i am very inspired and i'm very excited to have you on thank you
1: thank you
0: my fellow nigerian of course doing great things
1: born and bred
0: Chew, i love that <laughs> lo tenne right i pronounced la, it right
1: um, Latenna.
0: La there we go guys Super sauce love it love to see it um so for those of you who don't know who he is what he does uh quick just a quick intro of things i've seen over the course of the few like years i've been following you now um you are the founder of the expo app which is a app-based marketplace for brands to pay and book influencers directly which i think is really cool because it cuts out the middleman but we're going to talk more about that later on um top 25 business app which is crazy currently (laughs) valued at two milli and and might i add guys he's 23 he literally just turned 23 (laughs) Oh, nigerian parents at this stage th- this is the person that nigerian parents will be like he doesn't have two heads <laughs> like he actually <laughs> doesn't have two heads but we're he's accomplished all. this and <laughs> so much more we're gonna we're gonna touch on it though but you have another app for um giving church donations which is really cool and then the reason i actually started following you all these like a while ago was um the lash batch which is like subscription lashes which i yeah. also loved and I wanted to purchase, but you actually sold out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, welcome.
1: Hey, 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 how you doing?
0: I'm good. Hopefully I haven't missed anything, but I know we're gonna dive deeper into all that you do. Mm. Um but yeah, for those who don't know you, just quick fire summary. Who are you, what you do, other than what I've said <laughs> already. <laughs>
1: Uh, cool, my name is uh, Latina, that's the African pronunciation, but you know, when it's westernized, Latana, or people call me Lotz. Um, I am just a normal black boy from southeast London, and I always say a lot of things annoy me, so I try to build better things. So, yeah,
0: that's <laughs> I love that. Can you also have a look at the Zara website, because that really stresses me out.
1: <laughs> they are been a mapping of their photo sheets, you know.
0: <laughs> they really are. Oh my gosh. Okay, so how did you get into, like, you're an entrepreneur, basically. So how did you get into all of this? Like, did you study business at uni or did you study tech at uni? Like, where did this come from?
1: I think, yeah, I think where it actually first started off was it was actually in year... I think I've always loved the concept of making money. And I think there's always a taboo (laughs) around that, right? (laughs) People always, like... I think people always virtue signal like oh I want to save the world and that's the real reason and then, mm-hmm. like but it's actually all right to Take like money. To, to yeah to actually create wealth that type of thing no, that's, that's fine I think I think the thing is that there's nothing wrong with creating wealth or like the, the process of creating wealth um however some people do just fall in love with the money and I think that's when things can get misconstrued um, mm-hmm. on that end so I always had that love from then so, so this is started off when I was in primary school I'll never forget um I was quite of fast person which is why I ended up becoming like a national sprinter afterwards but wow. in primary school I, um, I remember there was a there was a corner shop that I was kind of like about 300 meters away from my school or the school's boss stop
0: mm-hmm. and
1: people used to give me money and then I would run there and then get jawbreakers uh, back in the day and <laughs> there, were, there were 50p they give me a pound and then they'll be like I can keep the change so I just then I create mm. like a little mini business young so business
0: like, <laughs> yeah I love it
1: every week I'll be making like five pounds but like you know back then that's like grand that,
0: yeah, that's big <laughs> yeah,
1: basically so it started from there and then I guess then my work experience I actually worked at a company called Swifty so this was in year 10 or year 9 the work experience worked there for like two weeks mm-hmm. February 2012 to be specific and their kind of culture there was so great because all my other friends were going to like corporate jobs and you know they have to dress up in suits for a blast yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. these guys were kind of like you know jeans a shirt they had table tennis Kind of chilling, but at the same time, the way they were thinking, they were actually creating processes. They were like, "Oh yeah, what if we do this and we do that?" So keys actually was a uh, Android keyboard, oh um, cool, uh, which you can just swipe across, and instead of you having to type each letter, you can just swipe and it kind
0: That of, is very like, sick does. work experience, by the way. Can I just add? Because mine was <laughs> like, I was in um, some like kind of history museum, like office thing. So I was like mm. in the back end of the museum, but. Mm. Yeah, not many people got really good work experience like that unless their parents kind of already worked there and just yeah, okay. them. In.
1: Yeah, I think I think I was lucky in terms of we went to visit that company in year nine. Okay. And I kept in contact with one of the people there. Nice. So, so then in year ten, I just kind of like sent an email, and then I was their first ever uh, student. What if student work experience person! Oh bless, that's essentially. nice. Essentially, so that was uh, kind of cool. So from there, and I kind of got that distaste for you know like there isn't already a process out there you have to kind of create your own process um and then i guess things can start from there um crazy enough that company got sold to microsoft for a quarter of a billion
0: crazy so
1: that was that was crazy but um yeah i guess that's where things really started off kicked off for you yeah
0: okay nice nice so what was the first um like venture that you made I I know like lash batch was like very early on
1: mm. um, I'll take, I'll take the, the first one like I always say there's there's always things that go well and things that don't yeah um, so the very first one I could say I remember which I learned from is actually I created like a it was called ngr. I'll never forget so basically what I kept finding was like my mum's friends kept coming from basically everyone in Nigeria thinks London is this haven where you know everything is gold essentially.
0: Yeah, and
1: they kept coming over. And you know, then when those uncles come and stay for too long, way too long. For one week, <laughs> two months later, they're, they're, they're
0: for still here. Yeah,
1: <laughs> type yep. of thing. You know? And then what I end up finding out is that a lot of them didn't want to get hotels just because they didn't feel the culture of London or the okay, UK. Okay. every hotel is pretty much the same everywhere you go, yeah. Essentially. And Nigerians tend to be big families. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can't have, you know, 12 people in one In room one family. place, yeah. And and if you, sometimes you have to do special bookings to get all the rooms on the same floor. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. gets kind of long. So they wanted houses, right? But back then there wasn't really any kind of, um, well, Airbnb was there, right?
0: Yeah. But it
1: wasn't in Nigeria. They didn't really understand. Yeah, the
0: concept of living, eh? Going to stay in someone else's <laughs> house.
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly that. So essentially, um, I then, I, I, use my, I know this is definitely against their terms and conditions, so I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but um, I then created my own, obviously, profile. Uh, and then I booked out, it was for three families, actually, I think it was over summer, booked out uh, houses nearby London um, mm-hmm. for, like, literally £100 a night.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: on their end, I charged about three grand. Oh, I'm yeah, but screaming. For, but, but, then, but then for them, they're thinking, "Raw, he's got us a whole house type of thing. It yeah. must be expensive. Um that kind of vibe. Um and then yeah, they came to stay and then I got them, like a whole starter a pack of yam and you know all and kind of thing. That's there. so cute. Like <laughs> a proper introductory
0: <laughs> pack. I was feeling
1: exactly so profit margins were stupid high, but then something I learned was that this isn't something it's very seasonal, yeah, in terms of like they would probably come here in summer, but in winter time everyone's going over there. Yeah, nice type yeah. of thing. Um, so that was it, that was kind of my first venture, which I say is a failed venture. Um, but it's something I definitely learned from, uh, essentially.
0: Oh, interesting. I, I think we're quite similar in the sense that we're, I'd say we're very business-minded, as in, mm. I remember back in the day, I was definitely that annoying person on the school playground with a packet of, like, don't... You know the five donuts <laughs> that you can get from Sainsbury's? i like, oh, he like, wants a donut? Oh, I was selling them for, like, 50p each.
1: That ones there.
0: Uh... <laughs> that was... And I learned from my brother, because he used to do it at secondary school, and then I I joined and then started doing the same... And then when um, I think it was Aliexpress first kind of came out, not many people knew about Aliexpress, okay. but I was always on there like scouring. And I remember like I used to sell um, like basically designer dupes. Let me not even try and trigger it. Designer yeah. dupes, I used to sell them on like eBay or Gumtree, um, And, like, I actually had, like, a good following. Like, I remember one, um, like, month, I made, like, three grand from just buying these bags from China and then reselling them for a little bit higher over here. Of course, that is very against (laughs) eBay. (laughs) Um, So that was shut down quite quick. I remember, like, the first person to complain that, oh, my gosh, this bag, like, it's so annoying the girl bought the bag she wore it for like a week then a week later was like um excuse me this bag isn't genuine i'm thinking sis you knew that when you bought it first of all
1: <laughs>
0: first of all you she definitely knew it. that but i guess obviously she's used it for whatever motive she wanted to go to and now she wants to have yeah, yeah. So i was like <laughs> definitely, oh.
1: definitely. i mean this is the, those are the days of people selling jesus pieces and shambalas yeah 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 those are the days man <laughs>
0: So I used to be into all of that. And it's just, it's good to see someone who's kind of taken it that step further. And it's like, okay, instead of just, you know, thinking small, thinking, you know, brands or like just slapping your logo on something from AliExpress, how mm-hmm. can I make something my own? Which I really yeah. liked. And I just wanted to ask like, how, why, why lashes? Because <laughs> you don't really guys <laughs> like into beauty or lashes and of course those are my three loves beauty fashion and tech which is why I was so drawn to you for that specific reason I was like this is very interesting Mm. but why lashes
1: um it was actually a funny story so essentially one of my friends called me one day and she was just like oh she sold out on her lashes and you know me being a guy I was thinking okay like but that's because I thought lashes were like a pound from my male perspective (laughs) Then she was telling me, oh, that shit sells them for £10 each. So I was like, right, oh, okay, that's pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. But I still wasn't drawn to it, right? Then I, was like, then I asked, you know, how much did you actually buy them from? She's like, oh, yeah, for AliExpress, like, it was tops, £2 a pair. Yeah. So I was thinking, yo, those profit margins are amazing. They're sweet. <laughs> um, then literally, I went on my Snapchat, I was like, yeah, girls that wear lashes, shout at me. And then they all messaged me, and I was just like, okay, cool. Tell me any issues you're having right now with lashes, getting them from AliExpress, or even getting them from a brand in the UK. And a lot of them were like, you know, they hate having to go through the process So first of all, having to keep all the lashes, that's the first thing. Mm -hmm. Second of all, if it's through AliExpress, there's no, like, a minimum order quantity. Yeah. And they don't really feel special. And also, shipping can take a long time. Oh, God, uh, yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And if I'm trying to go out, you know, in the next two days, I don't have time. Yeah, to wait 20 days. Yeah. Then I asked them, okay, what about the UK, you know, places? Um, They were like, like, it's fine because shipping is quicker. However... Because they know the market so well, they know that these men just got it from AliExpress. Yeah. <laughs> so you know I mean? so from them it's kind of like a burn because it's kind of like the lesser of two evils. Yeah. Essentially. So then I'm really into like subscription type businesses and the recurring revenue. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh crap, okay, what if it's something recurring and it's not that expensive per lash, essentially? Then I remember I think that's when I made a tweet and I, I made two tweets. First one was just asking girls how much they would pay for, for monthly their lashes. for yeah, lashes yeah. type of thing. And the average i was getting was between 15 to 20 well, 15 to 20 pounds after we did after i did a math in my head i was just like okay cool um that's actually no funny enough okay i did that but just before that just to test out the market i quickly created a uh shopify store uh-huh. um called it lash batch blah blah after i put lashes that i found on google i put those the images and luckily because at the time i already owned expo so we already had a lot of influencers that I could pay to promote things so
0: yeah okay
1: so i remember i put the discount <laughs> i put the discount code as type in SPACNation nation and oh you my get 50% God. off, a, <laughs> off Problematic. And, and i think it went a little not viral but it, it got shared quite a bit essentially yeah. and then the stock sold out then i realized oh crap i didn't actually have any stock to sell like That's that was crazy. actually just meant to be a joke <laughs> essentially and so i had two choices i just refund everyone which kind of affects brand image before yeah. find a way to complete these purchases, essentially these orders. So I had one of my the, the friend who told me about her lashes being sold out. Um, I was just like, yeah, can you just you know, I'll basically pay pay you all the money I've earned, and then you just like fulfill this orders for me. Mm-hmm. She ended up doing that, so that kind of proved the market to me. Like, raw girls do spend. Yeah, and I looked online to find articles on lashes specifically,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they said a billion dollars is spent a year on just lashes. So yeah, I was like, crap, this market is. Huge, huge, huge,
0: very, very big,
1: yeah. And then the other one, I was just like, you know, let me just go for this. Uh, Lash Blash, Blash is a nice name, I guess. I was lucky with that. And like, it's not only really me running it, so I got to give my kudos to Mimi. Um, so that's uh, Mimi Misfits on Instagram. Oh, wow, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, I know her, yeah. So she's a 50% co owner um, of the business. I
0: love that. As, I love uh, that you've brought in somebody else as well.
1: 100%. I think for me, I'm more of a back-end type of person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I see someone of far greater skill sets and knowledge, I'm just like, yeah, you take over. And I'm not one of those people that are like, oh, I don't want to give equity away in my business and all that rubbish. Um, yeah. I know that like, especially when I spoke to her for the first time, because I actually was speaking to her about another campaign mm-hmm. with Expo. And then I could just... You know where you could just talk to someone and you know that Yeah, they have a nice
0: already. aura. Yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly. So I just like... Then I just told her about it and then, yeah, we kind of started. And that's and even
0: it. a match made in heaven because I am a follower of Mimi and her lashes are always on point. Her hair's always on point. So it makes sense. <laughs> She's lit,
1: man. Yeah. She's so lit.
0: You touched on, like, not being shy to give equity away yeah. and stuff like that. So let's touch on working with... With others, mm. I know for Expo in particular, you have a CTO and a CMO. Yeah, um, are there, are there anybody else yeah. in the team?
1: Yeah, so we have a head of uh software, so that is armored. Um, so and then we have someone who's contracting for us in a member as an engineer as well.
0: Cool. So, how did you go about like for anyone listening who's thinking, okay, I want to start something out? Like, how do you go about finding like business partners essentially because I know there's this saying you never mix like friendship and business it always ends poorly or blah blah blah. so is it a case of you kind of already knew these people you were friends with people or you just had to kind of go about just searching?
1: I think I definitely believe in what you just said in terms of like I don't mix like there's friendship and then there's like that's my guy so I I don't mix that's my guy my guy for
0: business yeah Yeah.
1: Um, reason is like it's not like anything end terribly but a lot of things can be misinterpreted so for Mm. example let's say one of my guys I'm starting business with him and let's say he doesn't deliver on something I naturally would take it as a personal thing because it's like you're my bro
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: so are you trying to violate me essentially <laughs> yeah you know I mean yeah so that's yeah. when it gets long essentially on, the, on, on those terms there like for example Tommy me and Tommy went to the same so we founded it together Me he went to the same university um, he was a year above me and he used to run lots of like uh, university events essentially mm-hmm. so I always knew of him um, and we we're pretty cool like if we see each other we just be like yo that's the thing but we weren't yeah, like yeah. my guy best friends yeah my guy
0: vibe okay cool um,
1: so and because me and I already kind of did business together uh, beforehand so I already knew how his business acumen beforehand um and he of course he knew man, so I think that they were just a perfect match um on that mm-hmm, end. Yeah. Um yeah, I think so that in terms of yeah, me personally, I can't work with b- business seriously with someone who's like my boy type of thing. I can invest in their business, but mm-hmm. I can't work side by side just because there may be it certain shortcomings tech-y. and it gets it gets techie just like the pod in it. Yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. Love it. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I've definitely had experiences with trying to start like even like my podcast funny enough even trying to start that off like mm-hmm. I initially went to two separate sets of friends and I was like guys I really want to start a podcast one of them the energy was like okay but what would you talk about and I was like okay bun you definitely not, <laughs> you're not even you don't have you're not seeing the vision and I need you to see the vision yeah. and on the other hand there were the, the other set of friends that were like oh my gosh yes this will be lit and then we can do a YouTube and then we can do this and we can do this uh, and we can do hair reviews yeah, and I'm nice. like whoa 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 girl <laughs> <laughs> slow down
1: Yeah, you know.
0: like I didn't want it to be that so I think sometimes mm. it's best just to kind of just go out and just start it and do it yourself and then find your feet as you go mm.
1: but yeah, yeah, in definitely. terms
0: of mixing Friendships, I don't know. I don't know about
1: that. Yeah, that's that's not something I would. I don't think I would ever ever do. um But like I said, like I would happily invest in in friends' business, which which I've done multiple times. Um, that's good. But just that working yeah, it's because because I think for me, I'm a much more different person when it comes to business. I'm very well. I won't say different, but I'm very. There's the marketing side of me, you know, just being a public person. I always like, mm-hmm. when I build, I build in public. But when it comes down to the numbers I'm very like straight hard-hitting like if we don't hit these numbers why are we not hitting it we should be hitting it type of thing so I'm gonna in the business world I'm I'll class myself, myself as a shark in there and when, yeah, when yeah. someone who is my friend sees me like that they start thinking whoa like this is not what yeah, i am used like, to over the many years of the friendship yeah
0: yeah yeah fair enough yeah and if you want your friendships to last long, it's just always the, <laughs> the easier option just right to right. kind of keep the friendships as friendships.
1: But you know what? People yeah. can also try it. Let me know how that goes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I might not be the brave person, but maybe someone listening to this might be inspired. They might have a cool idea and be like, okay, I'm gonna try it with a friend and we'll we'll see.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but actually touching on cool ideas, mm-hmm. I was actually watching one of your um your YouTube videos and like you you mentioned how people would ask you how do I get a good idea or like how do I come up with these good ideas and I know you have like a monthly newsletter where you kind of like tell you know I like give ideas on on, like a business venture you can start or you can pitch blah blah blah. so how do you yourself come up with these ideas because (laughs) people want to know
1: OK, cool. I think in terms of how I think of ideas, I'm, I don't sit down and think, you know, I need to think of an idea type of thing. It's just like I'm a very, I can sometimes be very irritable. So a lot of tiny things can annoy me. Um, And then what I do is on my notepad on my phone, I then just write down what's annoying me and what I think can fix it. So I don't actually like deep dive into like, oh, what would a profit margin be? I'm not someone who kind of like sits there and thinks, you know, let me, you know think of my idea right now to make any money yeah it's more like I'm a very irritable person which is kind of like a negative trait of mine I would say <laughs> I guess uh when life gives you lemons you make lemonade And so Period. from that what happens is that when things annoy me I kind of or processes annoy me I kind of write it down um and just kind of talk about what exactly annoys me and then later on down the line I can then think about you know what could could make that process quicker essentially it's one yeah. of those ones where I don't actually deep dive and see okay cool who are the market competitors and all that kind of stuff at that time i'm just like yeah this is annoying me right now this person's annoying me. why can't it be better and I'm trying to think of alternate alternate ways of fixing that issue yeah. and from them, you get like a whole load of different ideas Um, and then when you look at this list later on maybe in two three months time after you've done some more research on others so i think the very key thing here is that I do a lot of research on other brands that are out Mm -hmm. there and other businesses, Mm -hmm. and I learn a lot of business models, which I think is the most important thing. Okay. So so that when I learn those business models, then I go back to those ideas and I'm like, okay, cool, how can I apply those business models to these ideas that I have?
0: When Um, you say business models, for someone who's completely non-businessy, non-technical, what do you mean by a business process? Studying business processes.
1: Yeah. So essentially, just essentially how they make money. Um, I I look at it. So is it something that's a monthly subscription? Um, is it yearly? Uh, uh-huh. If it's yearly, why is it not monthly? And uh-huh. kind of finding out the reasons why that is. Um, looking at their kind of clients that they're getting. Um, uh-huh. Are they directed at the consumers? Is it more businesses? Is it more B2B or B2C? Or is it B 2 B to C, uh, which is more like you know I'm targeting Apple because I want to get Apple employees, but I need to yeah, go for yeah. Apple for that. Okay, so that could be like that insurance happens. companies, okay, all that kind cool. Of stuff. Um, yeah, so I, I look at how they make revenue and see how I can apply it, um to something that we're doing um at the moment, uh, which I guess this is a fitting time uh for me to well, it's not a really announcement um, but it's probably going to be announced in a, in a month or two. So this is an exclusive.
0: Oh, uh, shoot! <laughs> an exclusive. Um,
1: so essentially with Expo, um, like we said, we started off, or like you said, we started off as just a marketplace to directly book influencers. Uh-huh. We always, me and Tommy always knew that this was never going to be the final tool. Yeah. So the marketplace was just a learning ground for us to, you know, for the market to tell us what it needed, uh-huh. essentially. Um, and then what we found is that we were releasing two things. Uh, so, you know, we have the app marketplace and yep. then we have something coming out, um, which is our automation software. So what that essentially means is that we kept seeing this weird behaviour with brands that work with us where they come book a few influencers probably three times over, then they email me saying me, okay, cool. We wanna we wanna now work with five hundred influencers, um, but we don't wanna have to, you know, talk to them and all that kind of stuff. Can you manage it for us? Right. Okay. And of course of course then we can manage it for them, but the things that we don't want to become an agency.
0: Yeah we just yeah, don't yeah.
1: believe we just don't believe agencies are a good financial model to mm-hmm. go through and we, we just love tech essentially so we were like okay cool what are these brands currently using at the moment and they all using you know, facebook ads instagram ads whatever, mm-hmm. um, and i kept asking them why and the reason is simplicity right you don't need to go back and forth with facebook or instagram um, to talk about shoe sizes and all that yeah. kind of stuff or where you're going to send the stuff to you you just choose who your target customer is um choose your budget um, and choose the placement is it going to be uh, stories or the feed mm-hmm. or whatever and then you just click launch and then after facebook reviews it then it starts your campaign right yeah so that's exactly we're bringing the facebook ad software to the influencer space okay. essentially so, so that's one side of things another thing that's coming in probably in the next three three or four months say it could be earlier is we're doing something we'll call an expo bank um so i have this vision of Expo being really integrated into influencers' lives. Mm-hmm. The reason is we found that a lot of the solutions out there are always benefiting the brands, yeah, and, and not, the, not influencer. the influencers, yeah. And I and I know the reason why is because the brands are the ones who are bringing the money, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Um, which I I, I always see with things it's the same way how Uber always benefits the rider instead of the driver. Yes, um, <laughs> yes. The rider's bringing <laughs> the, the money essentially. Um, so yeah, something called Expo Bank we're releasing soon. Uh, what I end up finding so I'm very I talk to customers a lot mm-hmm. and we found that a lot of influencers that used Expo for their own business um were also signed to agencies
0: right, uh, management
1: okay. all of that kind of stuff yeah and the one thing they kept complaining about is that it took too long to pay them yeah
0: yeah there was so a whole Expo, issue with that recently actually about like black influencers not getting paid on time or enough eg- and yeah
1: yeah eg- exactly um yeah so <laughs> That's actually another something else. But anyway, yeah, um, we, I didn't talk to the influencer and I was just like, okay, cool, like what's happened, blah, blah. They were like, yeah, you know, normally when you are directly with brands, it's like a 30-day invoicing period, but bills have to get paid. Yeah, of course. Like it's one of them ones. So we were just like, you know what? There's something called invoice factoring. So let's say the bill is for a thousand pounds, let's say. Um, We'll be like, you know what? We'll pay you 950 pounds right now because you're an expo.
0: Yeah. And then
1: when they pay that thousand pounds, you give it to us. Essentially. Okay. So we we make that five percent essentially on, on there, on there. for the influencer, okay. yeah, they get uh, on the influencer side. Sorry, they get you know the money straight away, which is what they want. Um, essentially, uh, I like
0: that. There. That is a
1: so really good idea. Yeah, that's something we're releasing um very very soon. So we have a finance partner we'll be meeting with soon to finalize everything. Nice. And then for us, for us, we can go from there. But th- these are the kind of things I'm talking about because how i mentioned uber for example so a lot of people just think you know uber just makes money from the commission per ride right yeah but you don't even need to need to have a car for you to be an uber driver because uber can actually um finance your car for you yeah and then they take the money out of how much you earn through the car yeah so that they really try to integrate uber into the driver's life Mm -hmm. uh, type of thing like if uber really wanted they could just have their own driver lesson school
0: yeah yeah yeah. Uh, learn how to thing, drive yeah. with uber and then they'll give you a car and finance <laughs> and
1: then yeah. exactly yeah. exactly so and and that's how you become a really really sticky product and people won't really won't leave you mm. so that's what Uber's always been top like Lyft try to come in the u.s not banging yeah bolts try to come not banging come. so many have tried to come and so many have tried to come on this whole cheaper vibe yeah um, yeah and that's a that's a race to zero essentially and um I mean, at first they were competing for a bit. Then you know, Uber just outclassed them yeah. essentially just because because they had so many more riders um there. But so we good. really want to, like, I, I've changed my uh, bio now. So I, I always say now that um, like, I'm Latana and I'm doing what Billy McFarlane couldn't. Yeah. So Billy McFarlane, was the, the if people don't know was the well the founder of Fire Festival. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And to be honest, whenever I watch that, I kind of feel sad. Well, number one, you know, he's, you know, white privilege. I
0: don't know how he got there. away with all of that.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, it was crazy, but I can see the vision. Do you get know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's that's something that we want to do yeah. in the next like four to five years. So and see I see the vision and execute do, it basically. Exactly. Like, and I mean specifically five festival, we want to do that oh. ourselves oh, okay. in, in four to five years. Um so we've kind of mapped out a route. Um, to so that. how
0: to get to that yeah so
1: first of all Expo Bank and then what else which is the invoicing thing and then second of all we're going to be releasing an Expo Black Card Nice. Um, as well for influencers so what we found is a lot of influencers are allowing these transactions to go through their personal accounts mm. Um a lot of their personal accounts are getting shut down because those are business transactions ah,
0: okay. um,
1: they don't know how to be tax compliant right, um, right, at all right. and it ends up biting them back and that's why that's why a lot of them need management yeah and then when management come in they come into the century type of thing yeah. do you know what i mean yeah. Um. so it's all of an education piece there so we don't thought you know what if the influencers actually had an expo card, we can all do that all for them automatically. Oh, yeah. um, essentially for no charge um, on that end. And for us, what we gain is that we get so much more data.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Now,
1: now we can be like, okay, cool. Influencers are earning this much on average. And this is where they're spending it type of thing. Yeah. Or beauty influencers are more likely to spend on this mm-hmm, problem at like, this time yeah. of the year, which is really valuable data um, for us. <laughs> and that all feeds back to automation software um and then my final goal i've actually already made a video about like a one minute video i saved my snapchat memory so that when it happens i could just post it oh out way. but it's but it's for us to have our own five festival in the same exact location
0: uh, in like, this no nah, you're taking the fifth in and, the same location
1: uh, and i want to i'm putting this out there and i want to partner with 50 cent because i know uh, jar rules is up and I know he will be wanted to jump on
0: this it, was...
1: like it. It's, it sounds like crazy talk right now but you know no, God of willing course not.
0: I, listen I am a strong believer in manifestation and making things happen literally right now I'm sitting across my bed from my um what's it called my mood board that I make mm. every year and then every time I execute something I'll cross it off so I did a python course recently because I wanted to learn python um mm-hmm. I come from a like computer science background but my job what I find now is I'm not very technical so I'm a technical Mm -hmm. consultant but I feel like it's just a fancy title like I'm not doing as much tech as I would like to so my -hmm. plan is to slowly move back into the like development scene so I'm doing courses and stuff so I've got like my mood board and I'm crossing stuff off and as I'm ticking them off I'm like okay one down nine more to go that's good nine down that's really good. eight more to go like do you get like i'm a strong believer in manifestation like even with graduation i pictured myself i already told myself what dress i'm getting what shoes i'm wearing (laughs) i'm going to get this first class and i got it and i I will always tell people oh thanks i always tell people manifestation is the key like if you can at least dream it and think big and then start to Mm -hmm. plan towards that goal why shouldn't you be able to... Listen, I'll be there when when, when it launches. I'll be like, yeah, guys, you heard it here first. On the <laughs> I, I I was a strong believer, okay? Just make sure you no, bring I mean, me back in somehow. You know, we can do a little business or something. 100%. 100%
1: I'm definitely. I also always believe like, in, in, in giving. Um, not even giving back, but just doing business with my people. Yeah, facts. Um, so this kind of leads into... I do like angel, well, I wouldn't really call it angel investing, but I I do invest you in best. fashion businesses, um, specifically um, like strictly only black black Oh, stuff, okay. Um, I like that. I, I invest in, um, so been happy to be part of quite a few. I can't mention their names. Oh, okay, but okay. Ones that have really blown up recently. Okay, um, cool. I actually have so a few that, really that I can
0: send your way i don't know if i can mention it on here but afterwards definitely i have a few (laughs) brands like a few of my my good friends that are doing amazing things and they have like 13 plus thousand followers on instagram right now um for their fashion blog fashion blog fashion brand so yeah that's what i like that i i like this whole idea of you know um for black people by black people like I, I like that. like this whole idea of Black Pound Day now. I'm really into it. Like I'm trying to be more um like conscious of where I put my money and how I spend my money. Mm. Even like I think Oh, go on. <laughs>
1: no,
0: um I was gonna say like even like the, the guests that I have on 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 the podcast, mm. I'm trying as much as I can to keep them uh like young black people doing amazing things because there's no reason why everyone shouldn't be on this level of thinking or on this level of, of business. I feel like it's like we've kind of just had doors closed for a long time, but this mm. generate our generation in particular, like I feel like the 20 somethings were very much like go getters and very savvy and business minded. And I think that's changing now. And not only are we like walking through doors that were previously closed, but we're opening them and leaving them open for people to come behind us
1: yeah definitely i think definitely yeah i think our generation is definitely i call it the breakout generation where we realize you know there's stuff in tech there as well like you don't have to stay in the company for 30 years oh. for you to get that one promotion with become manager hopefully <laughs> and get get that five pound pay rise to pay, our pay rise that's <laughs> all yeah i mean i think obviously i'm not putting things down to the old generation our parents of, because of they were like the first generation to come here yeah so for them they were like you know kind of like stay quiet don't People get in down. Trouble. Yeah. what the hell is disruption just do your thing and then blah, blah blah so I think they've laid the foundation for us which is amazing mm-hmm. and then now we can now go it, what's so crazy to me is that someone's creativity can challenge a billion pound company like legit. that is the that's, that's crazy legit um, but that's just what it is and we just seem to have a lot of that creativity mm-hmm. especially in, in in black society which which is so great and it's also like I said it's about sharing different things like for me, I don't think I would be where I am now or know as much as I know now if I wasn't introduced to those. There's a, there's a group called 10X10, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it's like oh, like top black entrepreneurs in the UK. No. And they have like a group chat, essentially. And normally I hate group chats because it's normally just people just, you know, licking their own asses.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm dead.
1: But but this one is like, you know, when people give and take from the table. Yeah, usually? yeah, yeah. So like I wake up in the morning motivated, like they post articles about this or someone who's that successfully or someone needs help or something and it's kind of like a whole family unit there and from there I learned a, a lot in terms yeah. of giving well, for less of a term giving back um essentially mm-hmm. so even with my investments that I make in fashion brands now so even me and my girlfriend now she just made her first investment with me she invested with me into a brand That's so which sweet. is I love seeming it. to be very fruitful and from that obviously she then learned now she's seeing brands in a whole different way
0: Mm -hmm. because
1: now she's sending me brands saying oh this one's really good as well because obviously she knows more about beauty and fashion
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: so she would send me different ones like oh should i reach out to this person and also she's funny enough this is why i liked your first episode so she's also a tax advisor Uh advisor
0: um
1: (laughs) yeah so she also then kind of educates me on the new tax laws Mm -hmm. changes and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff which is actually important in my tech business as well yeah of course so just about just sharing that knowledge Knowledge,
0: yeah it's funny enough that was actually a topic that we spoke about in the first episode like i don't know why people are so stingy with the information like (laughs) free it up like there's actually enough room for everybody like i don't see why You know, but there's there's only one of us. There can only be one, you know, podcaster. There can only be one YouTuber, <laughs> one influencer. Like, why? What is it like? Why are we like this as like a people that we just don't uh, want to give?
1: I think, I think you know, I think I think sometimes it's it's playing up to to our, our Western friends essentially, mm. because I think what happened is is kind of like. Even in a working environment, it's like normally it's like you're you're the, you're, you're the one black person yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like I don't want to spoil my opportunity here, so I need yeah. to make sure I kind of lick their ass and kind of shunt my. The good black type of <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Do you get? What I mean, that's exactly it. Yeah. Um, um, and I think, but I think as time has gone on, that we've just realised that we are the culture, and a lot of them are catting for the culture. Period. Um, Look
0: at what's happening so with we, no signal radio
1: exactly exactly they're doing amazing amazing things um and we just like it's all about ownership man mm-hmm. and like for real, for all um definitely
0: love that love it there was one particular video that i saw mm. <laughs> you were talking about how you lost 10k <laughs> and my heart i said oh <laughs> let's talk about l's like let's <laughs> learn like Okay, cool. It's plain sailing. So I know yeah. that some like hidden gems in there. You've learned some things. So talk to
1: us. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's start off with the 10K loss. So, um, how I lost 10 bags. So, um, when we were first tinkering with the idea of Expo, mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: we weren't technical at all. Me and Tommy weren't. Mm-hmm. So, we just went on Twitter and just like, you know, looking for developers to create this iOS app me up essentially mm-hmm. and you know you get like so many people dming you their cvs yeah, i yeah. don't understand what their cv is saying i'm <laughs> is screaming it, it's in sql this da, 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 i have 10 years i was like oh that's mad and there's some guy from um budapest he was from uh, i wasn't
0: um, even london based that, his, uh, his name
1: his name was zolo let me be specific his name was zolo. name and <laughs> shame <laughs> and um he Um, Messaged me, um, and he just seemed kind of cool in terms of he didn't come off too technical in his CV, and Mm -hmm. he also made some suggestions as well um, as to what what he thought we could do better. Okay, cool. And that that kind of shows me, oh, you kind of know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Anyways, we hired him, probably paid him like a grand every month. Um, This is is from my savings from Barclays. Oh my God. Tommy's savings from his business. Oh, God. So we worked with him for about I can't remember, but like probably like 10 to 12 months or something like that. Um I'll never forget, April 17th, 2019, he disappeared. I and mean, I mean disappeared, because you know was when you do the countdown when you're like, oh, five days left. To yeah, launch,
0: okay, yeah. Four days yeah. left.
1: I remember it was, I think it was, I think it was on the day we were meant to launch or a day before we were meant to launch. i messaged him on WhatsApp now. No tick going through. Oh, no, hey. Only one tick.
0: Hey,
1: per- God. Perfect picture. Per- <laughs> per- 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 I can't see no more. I'm thinking, yo, and you're not know, at first, you don't even. I don't even deep what's going on. I'm just like, oh, maybe he's just, I yeah,
0: maybe you know, he's busy and so he'll get back to us. I
1: haven't restarted my phone, I, I haven't called EE. E. Goodbye. I was like, Goodbye. <laughs> 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 more time, more messages are going through for everyone else, you know. But, um, anyways, that happened now. Then he didn't respond at all. Then, you know, I realized I've been duped.
0: Allegedly. Oh my God.
1: Um, so yeah, we essentially lost that 10k um and i think the more hurtful of that was also the, the time you spent because as of right now i'm sitting okay cool we're, we're doing quite well for ourselves but it's like we could have had 2 years in by now
0: yeah what the know. hell wow
1: anyway so that that happened to us that that was a but that, again that was another mistake i would say on my part because because i wasn't technical and i was kind of afraid of the technical side mm-hmm. that I was kind of like, yeah, you go code over there, and when you're done, just you come back, back and then you launch <laughs> that type of thing. Um, and that's like the worst thing to ever do. Yeah. Like, even if you're not technical at all, it's good for you to at least try and get foundational knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Or watch over the person who's technical and ask them to you know, kind of yeah,
0: explain ask what them questions. Yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly, so that it helps you as a founder, so that you you always have your hands everywhere type of thing mm. and number two it actually makes your team work smarter more efficiently mm. because like for example like I would say stuff like oh yeah randomly I'd just be like oh yeah let's add a chat function like in my head I'm just thinking yeah just a quick thing just to add chat yeah thing. but there's so many things that go into that
0: yeah of course and,
1: but now when I make suggestions to our now CTO I'm very specific now just like okay cool let's do this I think it will take about two days we'll do the back end through this or blah blah, blah um that way things become way more efficient because he doesn't need to think that much himself. yeah yeah he just does
0: you've kind of um, already provided the basics okay, exactly yeah.
1: so that was one of our many <laughs> l's um what's another thing that happened oh we have went into like a small small legal battle of apple oh god um um to do with their 30 percent commission that they take so normally when you launch an app into the app store mm-hmm. um and you have an in-app purchase, you then have to give 30% of that sales revenue. 30? I didn't yeah, even know that. That is a lot. Which, which is the reason why Spotify beefed them. If you realise, actually, with Spotify, you can't actually pay for a Spotify uh, membership through yeah. the app. Yeah, yeah. Online. Um, that's for that reason. And that's the reason Fortnite is beefing them as well at the moment. So um, Apple just kicked out Sp- uh, Fortnite from the App Store um, <laughs> for trying to circumvent that, essentially um but yeah um we had to then explain things to them because there's this very special clause which they say that the 30% commission is only charged when an item is bought on your app and is consumed within your app
0: so that for pays. example
1: gaming if i buy coins to unlock a new level I've, I'm consuming that coin. With yeah, them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, so we then had to explain to them that with influencer marketing, brands are essentially buying a spot on the influencers' uh, um, timeline, mm-hmm. essentially, or their or their influencers' feed, um, and that it's being consumed on Instagram, not on not WhatsApp, on Apple. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. so we have to go back and forth, and you know, screenshots, circle different things to show them this is what influencer marketing is, all that kind of things, and then before we were finally broke through with that. For problem um, you guys one... for,
0: for even <laughs> knowing that, first of all, because if that was me, I'll just be like, okay, cool. So we're getting thirty <laughs> percent now.
1: Literally, and then we had another one with Instagram um themselves, so their lawyers reached out to us. Mm-hmm. Um what happened? is just like it was a trademark issue essentially. So on our title of our app mm-hmm. um you never just say, you know, if you search for YouTube or whatever it is, like it wouldn't just say the title is YouTube. Yeah. It will say like YouTube search, listen, and enjoy mm-hmm. that and something like that. Um so others, those expert pay Instagram influencers, right? Right. Okay. Like, the reason you put those kind of things there is because it helps you with your ranking. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Essentially. Um, so what happened is I think it's Lala Ray released a video um about her issues with influencer marketing and then promoting us at the same time um, Right. Well. And exactly. then our user base doubled, yeah, um, yeah. essentially, that time. So we shot up in the App Store rankings, all that kind of stuff. And I think what happened is that on Instagram, they always um, they always search to see who's top ranking. Yeah, for and why things. it's not them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and why it's not them, especially if they want to move into that space, essentially, or their interest in that space. So for if you type in influencers into the App Store now, we come up number one on there. Yes, which I did do,
0: do, and I love that.
1: So, so what we then found is that that was the main reason why they reached out they were like oh yeah you're using instagram and in your title we trade by that name you can't use it
0: that yeah was. so
1: at first I was thinking you know what, that's fair you know cool then I searched instagram on the app store and I've seen so many other apps using instagram <laughs> of their titles so I just think why us essentially then that's when I found out that we were ranking number one like if you typed in instagram influencer at the time you were number one right so um I, well, I just ended I, I just removed instagram turned it to uk and then I moved. I moved Instagram from the title to the to like tagline to the yeah. subtitle. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Um, instead, so if they want to come again, we can we can run <laughs> together um, again. But um, yeah, that was another thing um, that happened. But yeah, there's quite a a few things. I think those are the definitely the, the bigger things that happened to us. So these um, are kind
0: of all like law related. So would you say mm-hmm. that you kind of have to like know your legal stuff as well if you want to start? if you want to create an app or if you want to like start a business in the tech space either know your your law or hire somebody who knows the law yeah
1: no definitely I think um yeah I think definitely I think you need to have a vested interest in what you're doing Mm. um so I think from that you naturally already know the laws in terms of what you are doing right um so for me I didn't I didn't have a law background at all Mm. but I can read essentially Mm -hmm. so I go to the terms of conditions and I pretty much understand uh, certain things. Also, having people around you who also have apps uh, type of thing. so you can always ask them to be like, "Oh, well, what is about? How can I access this?" Etc. Etc. Another thing that wasn't law or law issue was more of a data issue. Was mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I think I posted about this uh, about how a profile a profile picture cost us 25k basically revenue. Oh. Um, so <laughs> essentially, what happens is that whenever brands sign up they're asked to, you know, give us their profile picture, mm-hmm. which is normally like their brand image or emblem, whatever it is. What we didn't do is that we didn't make that a required field. Right. So sometimes brands didn't know that they had to put in there. So uh, They just they, didn't. So they just okay. Did yeah. So what then ha- happened is that their data file was compromised because, Ooh. for example, when a brand wants to book an influencer, the brand's image is shown. But now there's no image. There's no the image. not know what to do. Yeah. At all. So what I did, I just kind of met, made a ghost account where we didn't actually have their email or anything at all. <laughs> um, so we found out that loads of the brand accounts that we had didn't have any details. So we can even contact them to be like, oh, let's manually fill it in. Yeah. We, we saw this oh, long God. line of numbers and letters. Um, so I had to send out an apology email um, out to everyone. And um, I think I didn't. I gave everyone their uh, their next influencer marketing thing for free. Oh um, God! Essentially, that's yeah, kind of like a, a thinking. To still be yes, but well, these are how the little things like how can a profile picture cost us twenty five? That's crazy. That's that <laughs> is insane. Wow. Yeah, but um, that that was something else that happened. But a lot of things are going to happen, even um, potentially between you and your co-founders or, or people that you work with, mm. understanding that people are different and people are motivated by different things.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, essentially, and just making your way around that. I would say. Fair enough gosh
0: I'd actually cry for days if I lost that amount of money like how do you deal like okay so these are your L's how did you deal with them like how does that affect like your mental health I always try and tie that back in in like every podcast because I'm very into like well-being and mental health how does that something like that affect your like your confidence your ability to keep going like how do you just pick yourself up from that and be like okay I still have this app. I still have this business. We need to keep going.
1: Yeah, I think I think if you if you really care about mental health, don't go into startups because <laughs> I think there's some element of sacrifice that's always there. Of course. Um, when when you when you begin, and especially like I'm gonna paint you uh, an image. So imagine you know you have a team of uh, uh, like a team of three, four people, mm-hmm. and they're salaried, right? And obviously, right now you're looking for investment. Um, so that you can continue what you're doing yeah so but then the investment investors are not kind of shout you essentially (laughs) yeah you you still have to go to the office to be like hey guys hope you're doing well blah blah but in your head i'm not really sure if i can pay you this month
0: oh my god i
1: remember these people have their own families and their own situations going stuff to go with so, and you don't want to tell them because it's like, that was basically going to go down. They're mm. going to stop working. Yeah. Them, or producing good work, which then affects you even getting investment. So it's like a vicious circle. Mm. So it's kind of like you have quote unquote, like four or five children that you need to take care of. Yeah. And maybe hide some information from. Mm. Um, so I could, that's a lot of mental strain on that. That's the first thing. Second of all, as a first time like established tech founder, so many, there's just so many things to do. Um, and they're all fragmented, yeah. And way like it. there's no book out there that's gonna tell you this is the exact list you need. Yeah. To like. If someone gave me a list of things, yeah. oh, I would love it. You get know what I mean? Yeah. You know, tick, 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 type of thing. But my one is kind of like, okay, let's go into marketing. Okay, how are you gonna market? Oh, I like how Tesla markets. Oh, is it Instagram? Is it YouTube? And then everything just starts. It goes a rabbit hole okay. for each one.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: it and it becomes very, very um difficult um on that end, which for me what I found really great is just writing writing things down yeah. and del and delegation to other people within your team. Because delegation comes from trust and trusting that that person's gonna do that thing well i um, essentially, yeah. and that was yeah. the issue that I had at first. I was the very kind of like, I'll do it myself because at least if I do it myself, I know it's going to be to the standard that I want.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, <essentially>. I'm literally <laughs> the same. Yeah, okay.
1: Uh, and you, you know, the ones where you, you, you try to delegate at first and then it's not to the standard, and you're like, I oh, see, this is why I do things myself. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that was literally <laughs> me with my cover art for this podcast. Funny enough, at first, I was like, okay, I'm going to try and do it myself. That failed. I was struggling with Adobe Illustrator for like weeks. I said, you know what? Okay, never mind. I'm going to go to Fiverr. Try mm. Fiverr. Obviously, you're not in the country with the same person. Sometimes there's a language barrier. So that didn't exactly. work. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna, you know what, accept <laughs> that I cannot do it all. And I'm gonna pay somebody who is talented and is this is their profession. And I'm going to try as much as I can to describe as much as I can what yeah. I want and hope that they try they get it. And shout out to the girl who did mine divine. It was amazing. So you know, sometimes you just have to bite the bullet and accept that you can't do it all yourself.
1: Yeah, literally, 100%. And then once you start delegating, there's less weight on your shoulder and you actually free up more time to actually have just fun in life, essentially. Mm. So for me, I was very like working 10 to 10 every Ooh. day, including Ooh. Sunday, everything type of thing.
0: Wow. And because
1: I think there's this whole kind of like hustle porn culture yeah, as well yeah. that's like, if you're not grinding every day, then that's why you're not. yeah Yeah. which i I do believe some to an extent in terms of i believe there has to be some kind of sacrifice Mm. um which i feel like i have done but at the same time you always want to work efficiently yeah
0: work smart not hard number one
1: exactly that's 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 literally it on, on, on that side but yeah that's essentially how i bounce back from a lot of um the L's that we've had and <laughs> just the, the further you go through things the more comfortable you get especially it's another thing with meeting with investors you know at first you're very like oh thank you for this opportunity oh, yeah, yeah, thank yeah. You for I'm so grateful Th- then as time goes on you're kind of like okay cool thanks on to the next type of thing because you know this is a mutual transaction I'm making you more money yeah you're, yeah. you're helping my business grow as well so this isn't like a one-sided thing mm-hmm. you know, at all uh type of thing so that's that's definitely helped um on that side and you just kind of genuinely know more about wealth creation um i think on, on something that's been instilled in black culture a lot and i think it needs to be eradicated is the taboo on debt um, yeah and and yeah, yeah. credit card because i remember when i was younger my mom and my parents was like never get a credit card never get a loan <laughs> blah blah blah, blah, blah
0: yeah but these times you need credit
1: exactly this time you everything. need credit and yeah. you need credit you need to have a credit history right so luckily for me i started working in the bank so i actually understood the back end of the work. yeah and that's why i was like what got a credit card straight away using it properly so for example like the thing that kept and this is funny thing so we always had them we had like our what, what, did, you, I know, what did you call them premier customers that right okay yeah you see the account details and like they're all happy flexing and i'm seeing they have a loan of 700k type Of, of thing, and but yeah. in my head, before I understood, I was thinking, oh these men are just faking it, they, they need to pay back this bread. Duh, 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 duh. Yeah, what I yeah. end up finding out is that what they did is that they will take out like a 500k loan, um, because they already have the credit history of yeah. taking out loans before 500k loan, they already have a money machine of how to make money. So from that 500k, they know how to make that 600k, right? Yeah, exactly. and then they'll make that 100k plus, they'll pay back the 500k plus yeah. interest, let's say, yeah, then they'll probably have like 75k for free right nice, so that's yeah. why a lot of a key thing to wealth creation is what number one is for you to, for you to find a machine that when you put money in more money comes out, more money comes out
0: period. And, number,
1: and number two cheap debt um so for me i have multiple money machines so sometimes i'll talk to my friends i'll be like you know what give give me a grand in three months i'll give you you know one thousand one hundred type of thing they're like oh what that's too small i was like okay cool keep in the bank then they're gonna give you
0: yeah you you earn like one piece
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly right so yeah. then I start understanding that cheap debt so even a lot of these investments that I make now with fashion brands it's not even with my own money like I'll just call one of my friends like yeah you got a you know 3k there in six months I'll give you you know 3.5 they're thinking yeah cool whatever and then what happens is that from that fashion deal that I'm making I'm actually gonna make like Six k yeah. from it in total. So, then so I give them back it's three point five and I think I uh-huh. for free.
0: Uh-huh. So with
1: no cash. We no cash flow issue. Yeah, I like that. Um, so so that's the when I start to learn about that and about cheap debt, it's, it's 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 I think something that's so crucial when it comes to um like building wealth. Yeah,
0: love to see it. Really dropping the gems. I hope everyone's using their ears very well to listen <laughs> and then. to take notes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah something else i wanted to say is that if people want to reach out to me um yeah twitter or and most likely twitter yeah um people should reach out in terms of like you know if they have business ideas or i love to talk to people um, i think i just love kind of ideating with people about their ideas yeah Cause for me i always say i'm not an expert in any industry but i, I know business models quite well, Very well so yeah. You can tell me something. I'll be like, oh, yeah, what about trending this? Oh, yeah, what you said was good. Like, I like the conversations. Um, do not reach out to me if you're going to be like, oh, hey, bro, I want to create an app. How do you create an app? <laughs> I'll just, just air those. <laughs> those or sometimes i just send a link to Google. Um, oh, no. To, to Google that because it's like, 10,000 pages on how to create an app. But if you have specific questions, of course, feel free to reach out. And like you said, um, any kind of upcoming starting fashion brands um, that are coming up, and are looking normally my sweet spot is they're just about to release their first collection right and normally i give them money to help with photo it's shoot uh, okay. production marketing type of vibe um on that in but anyone can really just you know reach out and yeah cool
0: well i'll leave all of your um details in um, that it's techie podcast Instagram. I'm sure I'm gonna have a ton of messages. So I'm just gonna I'm <laughs> gonna leave all of his information there. <laughs> in. um, but yeah this has been informative for me even like even I'm like learning things and I'm like making note of some things that I'm gonna you know maybe the idea that I parked previously I might go back and revisit it, see how I can change it and stuff like that. So thanks. Thank you for, for coming on.
1: That's cool. Thank you for the opportunity uh, really
0: the it. next Friar Festival i'm ready okay it's coming coming, coming. by god's grace love to see it um so guys that concludes this week's episode of it's techie podcast as always keep learning stay curious because navigating adulthood is techie and i will see you in the next episode bye